ladies and gentlemen. Stop. The latest right-wing fascist comedian. No. no. Adam Friedland. No. Zionist. No. Racist also. Number one. I'm not racist. America's most racist comedian. <laughs> That's not true. We take these topics and we get down to business. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Friedland. Hello. Well, uh, welcome to Come Town. No, this is the Adam Friedland show. It's, I don't know about... I don't know why it has to be... My name. I, I don't know. It's Nick and Adam. It's the... It's the. No, I told you. I'm moving back into a producer role. I'm working the board. I'm doing the... I told you. If I'm, if I'm sticking around, I'm producing the thing. I told you what... I told you how it was going to be. I don't know. I mean, I think... I think just, you know, this is... It's the Dark Alliance. There were the... Yeah. There were the, three and now there are two. And the Dark Alliance creates a brand new, different product. It's <laughs> <laughs> a different thing. Okay. You can't. Look. You Listen, can't. we can't look back. We can only look you know forward. What you're doing? I agree with this. You know what you're doing right now? What? You're chasing waterfalls. I know. I have to look to the rivers and the lakes. That you're used to. That I'm used to. And one of those is, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, the, that's what that whole song's about. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. The River Jordan, yeah. right? Don't go chasing waterfalls. Yeah. Well... Welcome, Nick. This is, I guess, the first episode of the Adam Friedland Show. Yeah, this is 101. Actually, I'll tell you what. I got COVID. You're testing negative, but you're sick. My girlfriend also has COVID, which is lead- leading me to believe that there's something nefarious going on. What do you mean? In the background. I don't know. You guys both have COVID, but I don't. Yeah. And I, I don't understand well, the how The CDC, that- CDC is saying gay men um, are getting monkeypox. Maybe there's a thing where... The new COVID you only get if you're, um, if you have like brown eyes. I don't know. My girlfriend has blue eyes. Well, maybe that, maybe she's an exception. I don't know about that either. Honestly, last week or two weeks ago when I got food poisoning, I looked up monkeypox Mm -hmm. and I was like, maybe I got it. Yeah. And, uh, apparently there's like, uh, lesions on the asshole. So, uh, yeah, I don't think monkeys, that that monkeys really <laughs> love doing just wild stuff with their ass. Really? It's true. It's, it's funny. Cause it's like monkeys are so similar to us in it from an evolutionary standpoint, mm-hmm. but the one area in their universe mm-hmm. where they're like, let's try something different from the humans. It's always asshole related. Yeah. You, well, we took that from them. <laughs> we have normal assholes that are hidden behind cheeks. A monkey's at... <clears throat> Monkey's whole posture is set up to show off its asshole, and they're proud of some their of them asses. are yeah swollen constantly. <laughs> That's a secondary sex characteristic for baboons. Is the male has a big juicy red asshole, right? And that's that's what gets him pussy, I guess. Yeah, right. You can go to the zoo. You can go to the Bronx Zoo right now. By the way, folks, this show is brought to you by the World Conservation Society. Yes, it is. Uh, the Adam Friedland Show is a proud sponsor of the World Conservation Society. This is actually true. this is actually an old school type of Hollywood conservative show, mm-hmm. where we're environmentalists. We're like Teddy Roosevelt. We're types. environmentalists. Yeah. We're anti-war. Uh-huh. We're pro. We're pro-drug use. We're isolationists. Yeah. We're isolationists. Yeah. Um, this is like basically what John Wayne was. Is that what he was? I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea either. Yeah. When Ronald Reagan was before he went into politics, he was a a cuck basically. A cuck, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, it's more like the cuck style. Nancy, of, yeah. Nancy, could you just come out here, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, somehow that started auto playing on my YouTube. 
Which one? When I was like trying to fall asleep when I had a fever the other night. Is what? Ronald Reagan's debate with Jimmy Carter in 1980. What? What? Uh, were there any highlights or anything like that? No, it's, it's, it was a very stupid debate too. What they're were like, the issues? They're like, the they're like, Mr. Reagan, can you clarify your foreign policy? And he's like, Well, I don't know exactly what my foreign policy is. I just know what Mr. Carter has said about it. And I can tell you that what any policy should be, any good policy, is the number one issue should be world peace. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like a beauty pageant. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. and the use of force should only be a last resort and only in the instance that the United States of America <laughs> is under threat. That's pretty good. Yeah. I can, I can vote for that, honestly. Mm-hmm. The GIP. Yeah. I don't know. And then he won, and he tanked the economy, or continued tanking. He tanked the economy. Yeah, he got the he got the hostages out, though. That was the big thing. He continued tanking the economy, and then he still won anyway. So people, yeah. everybody's saying that Biden can't win again. Um, just wait. Wait until you see how good they get at rigging the votes this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna have to do it because the girls are gonna make us do it. Because of Roe v. Wade. Yeah, this Mike Lindell is going to need two pillows to sleep after that shit. (laughs) Once Biden gets, once his ass is up, this is going to need three pillows. Um, Yeah, so we just, we both got COVID. We were uh, both Mm -hmm. at Caroline's this weekend. Thank you for... It was actually Norman. Norman, I'm pretty sure, had COVID. Norman Wilkerson from... Who was visiting, he stayed on my couch. He had COVID. I thought you said you got it from Tim Dillon. I asked Tim. Tim said he's better now. Tim just had a mild cough. Norman's been very sick, but he's been testing negative. Uh huh. So maybe Norman fucked my girlfriend? Maybe. <coughs> I don't know. This shit's annoying. Because I can't take a lift over here. I had to give up my parking spot to drive. Over. I know. You're like, you're, you're fucking like, uh, you freak out over losing a parking spot for like, t- uh, that's, how, that's the reason to have a car. I just. I just want an opportunity to signal to the listeners that uh, I'm a good guy who did not take a lift over here, <laughs> despite having the fake Wuhan disease. Despite the fact that you pose no risks to the driver's life. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it literally is just a cold. I know, yeah. And it's literally something we're going to have to get every six months, I guess, at this point. Which I kind of did with colds anyways. I think that's what a cold was. Yeah. It's just a new kind of cold where you're like sicker for one day. Yeah. And old people... When people are like, what about long it? COVID? It's like, what about the odds that I'll kill myself anyway? Yeah. Exactly. You know? That's pretty high, too. Check and mate there. What about, yeah, what about inflation? What about what about white men losing their power in this country? Mm-hmm. The real pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, I know what you're thinking. You said you were just going to be a producer. <laughs> Why are you popping? It seems off? like you're uh, you're taking an active role as a producer, kind of a Dick Cheney style role. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Kind of, but also kind of just in the in the center mm-hmm. this time. But that's what people wanted. I don't know what my foreign policy is actually. <laughs> in fact, I don't even know where I am. Nancy started seeing a psych a psychic. That apparently, once he had like full blown dementia, was making like state decisions. Really? Yeah. Like the Greek system. 
I don't know. What's the Greek system? Well, they had an oracle that would... Yeah. It, it's kind of an oracle at Delphi just, situation. Yeah, a mentally yeah. ill person. Yeah, just some guy, like, huffing methane. Yeah. Yeah, some guy outside a jam band concert just mm. doing ice-cold fatties. I'm glad we can disparage the Mediterranean cultures now. Yeah, I know. We really had to hold back last time around. Trapped in that prison <laughs> of not being able to besmirch Mediterranean <laughs> cultures. Well, you know we were all... It's been holding it. this show back for years. It has. It's true. Yeah. But this uh, is a different show, by the way. The olive-coated hand. The Adam Friedland show. Let's listen to that intro song. Yeah, Before let's hear it again. It's badass. <laughs> Thanks, man. Where'd you get that riff? Mark Marin? No, I put it all together myself. You made the riff? I mean, yeah, I made this whole thing. I thought you played the electric yeah, guitar. Yeah, I went. For, I, yeah, I play. I got a. I got an electric guitar uh-huh. today. I went to the guitar center <laughs> <laughs> with the just, with the coronavirus. It's all like royalty fl- free music loops. <coughs> yeah, I want to. I want to get like a nice little. Like, that's like that like that like dick don't work kind of mm-hmm. conservative style radio show. <laughs> yeah, you know, where it's like you can't fuck your wife anymore, but you got a boat. I love that. That's that's who we've already become. Yeah, in our in our mid to early thirties. Mm-hmm. So, are you following this January sixth commission stuff? January sixth. We're now going to okay. So, <laughs> the, you know what I'm telling you? What the, the, scrap one hundred and one. This is no longer episode one hundred and one. No, it's not. Show what we're doing now. We had plans that have been scrapped that we've the had Corona to push thing back got for a week. Up. So this is production meeting number two. And we're not even saying that as a lie. We're not even, yeah, we're not. We had to push back the plans that we, the plans that we were excited for this we, week. Yeah, we do have plans. So this is another plenary commission. <laughs> we were going to say, should we go through the monologue today, or mm-hmm. just say fuck it, and we'll we'll go we'll go next time when everything's set up right? Because usually, should we have, say what it is, what we're planning, or no? Should it be a surprise? Well, I think somebody's going to call the police if we. I don't know. Happen. You don't have to do a joke about how we're going to do an illegal thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's For more Cometown humor. That's. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Fuck it. No more irony. Now this is a fully sincere show. Yeah, it's true. But the problem is, we're going to listen to like, songs that like make Ronald us cry. Reagan, if you ask me what my actual opinions are, I have to tell you, I'm not sure what my policy is. <laughs> I just know bad things that people say about me. <laughs> I just know what the criticisms <laughs> of me are, and I lean into them. Yeah, you're kind of fueled by I'm that. Go- yeah, I just I know how to set the tone for the Republican Party for the next 40 years. Spite is a powerful motivator. We'll use, we'll use my charisma to win the office based on nothing, force the Democrats to become the real racists, mm-hmm. and then we'll just focus on being as evil as possible. Um, did they lock Trump in the car? Is that what's coming out? No, he tried to hijack his own limousine. <laughs> yeah, and he couldn't get the door open. Well, this is that's what Cassidy Hutchinson said. Who is that? A perfect question, Adam. Who is that? This lady comes out of nowhere. She said they tried to lock. Here's one of my monologue jokes. I Let's hear you. it. Let's hear it. Well, you'll have to say it. I'll say it first, and then you do it I'll, in your voice. They'll say it's copying, but I'll do it, it in my matter. voice. No, yeah. I'm producing the show. All right, all right. Let's hear it. Cassidy Hutchinson said that uh, Donald Trump tried to hijack his own limousine. Mm-hmm. A story so unbelievable that some folks are asking, was this a stretch limousine? <laughs> I think it was pretty good. Perhaps. Yeah. A stretch? Like they're stretching the truth. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Thanks. Um, wait, but who was she? She worked for Trump or something? Uh, 
Yeah, I've been calling her Butch Cassidy. I haven't seen this lady, but if she disagrees with the president, she must be a lesbian of some sort. (laughs) If she disagrees with the true president. Yeah. Well, well, first, for for starters, we'll call her a lesbian. The president that God gave us. While, While insisting that women like Sarah Huckabee Sanders are gorgeous. She is quite the quite the lady. Can you imagine having sex with her? Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine what her eyeballs would be doing. <laughs> well, she's sucking like a it Felix it. clock. <laughs> <laughs> just, just bouncing around just getting, her head. Just getting absolutely mop, mopped off. It's like, yeah, imagine her, how fat... Her, eyeball, her eyeballs would look like... You know when you get an extra ball on a uh-huh. pinball machine? Yes. And they spit that shit out, and then they're both fucking... <laughs> She's just googly-eyed sucking your dick. What the fuck? Imagine her hands. Yeah. Imagine her fucking fat hands wrapped around your cock. Yeah. While she's bopping you off with her eyes protruding. Yeah. That's actually pretty does hot. She, does she have fat hands? She seems like she'd have some pretty fat hands. Kind of Augustus Gloop-style hands. Who is this guy? They got this guy where... uh. This guy, do you see him right here? The rent is too damn high guy? Yeah, what's he doing? I don't know. He's testifying before Congress. Why are we still talking about Trump? We just got rid of fucking Roe v. Wade. Mm -hmm. That's my take. Enough is enough. What is that car that he got locked in? The Beast? Is that what they call it? He got locked into a car? Yeah. What's his story? I don't know it. He tried to get he tried to get out of the limousine to, so he could kill Pence, according to this bitch. But he's in that yeah he's in that fucking. I don't know. I guess he, they they put on the, the the kid locks on the back, so he can't get out. That, of that kid. Car. That's the only thing that saved uh, John Rambo slash Donald Trump from murdering Mike Pence with his own hands. <laughs> It was, was the fucking child lock well, in the back of the beast? What he wanted to do is he wanted to take the car to go to the the the. The Capitol riot uh, by himself. Sorry, hold on. No, no, I've, I've got another. What is that? Just bullshit. More bullshit. Just more bullshit every day. Anyway, guys, I don't fucking know, dude. He, so yeah, he was in the beast, and apparently, like the the Secret Service just locked him in while he was trying to get out to help. The mentally retarded people descending on the Capitol. Well, what did he think was going to happen? He was going to go there and then he would like lead the charge into the, <laughs> his big ass going up the Capitol steps. That would have been amazing. Dude. They should have let that happen. They should have let it happen if only for the historical paintings of the event. <laughs> where you see his just the wind blowing and his big ass. It would have been like... <laughs> <laughs> just his big ass, like an, in oil. Just Ben Garrison yeah. painting that, like just, fucking huge Washington ass. crossing the Delaware. Uh-huh, with a bunch Incredible. of people. Incredible. Yeah. Why'd they stop that, dude? Stop him from what? From killing Mike Pence, who's hiding in, like, a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Were any of those, like, nooses functional, the gallows that they brought? Um, I didn't, I didn't know about the nooses. I don't know. There was that one picture of the nooses outside. I, I honestly, I shouldn't have. As the producer, it was my job to watch this January sixth shit. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I've I've been knocked out, and then uh, yeah, we've had yeah. I've been watching. I've tr- <coughs> I tried to start Yellowstone. And I texted you. And I actually, like, I had COVID when we did the 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 last production meeting. 
Did you? I had COVID on Sunday. Yeah, I was sick on Sunday. Yeah, I remember that. You were yeah. like, I need to get home. I feel like shit. And then we did the show. Yeah. And I was almost fucking... I was like sweating. Yeah. And then... Uh, that was my day yesterday. I had that one day after you. I was like sweating out in bed and sleeping all day. Yeah. And then the day after that, that's when I was like, oh, fuck. No, that's when I was like, maybe it's coronavirus. I got... I had that and then I was like... I'm, and then my girlfriend tested positive and then I was like... Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, I better get into Yellowstone mm-hmm. and ignore the clear signs that both Nick and my girlfriend got it mm-hmm. and what that could mean. And Norman Wilkerson, for that matter. Kind of a devil's three-way between the two of you. Yeah. And my queen. Yeah. Really. Well, Norman's testing negative. He is as So well. far, it's only me and your girlfriend. Well, I don't believe it. What? He came to New York, dude. Well, he's saying that maybe he gets a different type of test in Virginia. <laughs> Maybe they have Virginian tests. Yeah, that's true. Just come in a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, that's true. Marlboro, Philip Morris style. <laughs> they love smoking down there. You know who I saw in Portland? Who? Blake. Our old friend Blake. Good time. Yeah, had a good time with Is Blake. Is he off of crack? He's off of crack now. Yeah. But still smoking and drinking, which... Well, I, I guess if you can cut out the crack, that's a good middle ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is his body looking better? He looks exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> he has the funniest body because he's like, he wears cut off shirts like at the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Like he's a strong fat guy. Yeah. But he's got a fat torso. <laughs> yeah, of, he looks like Homer Simpson. Kind of weak arms. Yeah, right. He doesn't have it like he's like, oh, I'm fat, but I also do CrossFit. Yeah, right. But he has that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's a great look. Dude, Shout out Blake from page 99. So, <clears throat> I guess we yeah we should get into it. We've done enough chit chatting. We need to figure out what the plan is for the Adam Friedman show. I know. So so number one, guys, and this is going to be look. I know if you've made it this far, and you're like this, why, 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 why is Comtown different? Mm-hmm. Why isn't it the same show it was? Right. Look, kid, grow up. Yeah, grow up. Shit changes. All right. Yeah, people leave. Sometimes your stepdad finds some better pussy and mm-hmm. leaves. Yeah. And then you got to deal with your mom's new stepdad. We didn't even get a new one, though. I know. I'm saying the Cumtown was the original stepdad. That's true. The new stepdad is the Adam Friedland show, who doesn't hit you or fuck mm-hmm. your mom in the living room. He's a Democrat. But he's, yeah, he's the, like, psychiatrist on The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Or not, not the Peter story. Bogdanovich. Uh, yes. Melfi's psychiatrist. No. The fucking, the, remember, like, uh, the teacher oh, Car- or something? Yeah, she like almost cheats. Oh, the guy from uh, Columbia. The yeah, yeah. Or no, the teacher from Anthony's school. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. That guy. So yeah. that's what the Adam Friedland. Show he's is. still, he's still uh, mm-hmm. Italian, but he he won't get his hands dirty. Yeah. Come town was Tony. So imagine the Sopranos. <laughs> Come town was the. Sopranos. It's not a good pitch. And it's not the a Adam good. I don't think show. the audience would. The like Adam that show is like. I don't think the audience would like that pitch. Let's see a whole show about the guy from the Anthony's <laughs> school. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who almost got pussy off the of <laughs> yeah. Why don't we have a whole show about that? Uh huh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's a if that's a very strong pitch. Here's what's going to happen, folks. You guys might be fans of certain shows like the Tim Dillon show, the Joe Rogan experience. Mm -hmm. That is the pivot that we are going to make. We're going to make a pivot to a studio (laughs) and a video uh, based podcast. Yeah. Not something that you could listen to on an iPod. 
No, we will be getting a studio for real. We will be getting a studio, and we will be building a set mm-hmm. that will look very similar. And to you're going to say, well, how does that make the show any better? And the answer is, it doesn't. It doesn't, no. But when you use YouTube and do that, apparently there's more money to be made. Apparently you can make a lot more money that way. And so as you... You you ride the dying horse off into the sunset. I don't know if it's dying. I think it's just it's just coming out of the closet. Where's Who? my thing? Who is coming out of the closet? The horse. I don't think the horse, horse is gay now. I don't think horses do that. Yeah, it can be. I don't think horses have sexuality. I think they only fuck humans. <laughs> they only fuck white women. Well, they fuck the male or female humans. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's that one guy that Do horses? I've never seen horses fuck. I'm pretty sure they're all artificially inseminated. I, I have seen horses fuck. They oh. mount each other. Oh, where? On the reservation? Yeah, on the reservation. That your family owned? Perhaps? No, you don't own that. They have their own tribal laws. Yeah, but, I mean, they, quote-unquote, they own it. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Native Americans own this. It's so condescending. No, yeah, they, have a, they elect a chief. His name is Mordecai Re- Reserva- Windfeather. Reservations have got to be the most condescending, insulting form of like right. s- sovereign land in the entire history of the world. Yeah, we say, we say listen, we took away the whole country. We'll give you a little bit. Yeah. And you can uh, sell any type of fireworks that you want. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, you can have, have casinos casino. and you can yeah. drink yourselves to death. Yeah. You can get diabetes. You can mm. get a foot chopped off. Mm. Hey, can we have a reservation in Central Park? No chance. No way. Where's it going to be? At the bottom of the Grand Canyon. That's right. The hot, the hottest <laughs> place in the United States. Yeah, we're gonna find a hole. We're gonna find a literal hole. We're gonna give you an arid piece of land that nothing mm-hmm. can grow on. Lining the walls of the mouth of a volcano. <laughs> That's where your reservation is gonna be. <laughs> and you can make fucking wampum purses to yeah. sell the tourists. You can do your your gay dances yeah. there. But don't worry, we'll get really mad if a, a team names themselves mm-hmm. a reference to you. No, we'll stop that. Mm-hmm. We'll stop that. We're going to cut that out. Yeah, that would be fucked up. Yeah. To make a comment about the color of your skin. The Adam Friedland show is going to be a hit on reservations. Oh, I think so, too. we got to start thinking about demos. Have you ever met a Native American? Yeah, a million times. Really? Yeah, of course. I don't think I have. Really? I mean, I don't think so. I've met probably every Native American there is. Really? Well, they come to you in your dreams. Oh, they do. That's right. Yeah. You're like... How's it going? <laughs> hey, Nick. I live in South Dakota. Yeah. My name is Raincoat Bubblegum. <laughs> Can I have $17? What they, they beg? My Venmo is Raincoat Bubblegum22. Uh-huh. Can you please send me $17? Thank you. All right. Enjoy the rest of your dreams, folks. Oh, they just like come in and yeah, they just sort of broadcast. Yeah. Oh, they don't give you like a warning, like an ominous warning about your future or anything. No, like that. no, no. They kind of just, you know, they don't really know how to do that anymore. They just broadcast into the dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. That sounds pretty badass, honestly. Yeah, what I don't do you, think. What do you tell the audience about your dreams? Oh, the uh, Adam's dream corner. That's going to be pretty a, bad, you know. Adam's pillow. A lot of a lot of pillow, nightmares, especially in the last two weeks. Pillow talk. So yeah. the first five minutes are going to be. We're going to mm-hmm. do something a little different. Kimmel, Conan. They do what? Probably, probably about two minutes of monologue. Right. We're going to go fifteen minutes of monologue up there. Yeah. A full fifteen minutes, and from there we're going to transfer immediately to Adam's pillow talk. Mm-hmm. 
where you talk about your dreams. So, um, and then we bring on our first guest. The big recurring dream I've been having recently is that I'm in a car, but I'm the front passenger seat, and a man has a gun. Yeah, and he's uh, it's a forced homosexuality type situation. Uh huh. And you said that's a dream, not a nightmare. Well, I think you know they're basically part of the same category. But would you describe that as a nightmare or a dream? Oh, it's a scary dream. So, so it's a nightmare. A nightmare, yeah. So you have you would say it's a homophobic dream you're having. No, it wouldn't be homophobic. I well, think it's quite literally homophobia. You're describing a homosexual act and saying it's scary. I'd it's say more, it's uh, almost more homophobic than calling somebody the f slur. No, I don't. I, don't, I wouldn't say having, that. No, you have I subconscious no, fears I of homosexuals. No, no, it's not a fear of it's homosexuality. Deep, it, is, it is a deep-rooted homophobia. Is what you're no, no, the, the the forced homosexuality would be more of a, a fear of, um, mm-hmm. I suppose, like a pup. Public humiliation. Now I don't know why this hit me, but you told me that, and yeah. how I visualized the dream. Mm-hmm. It's happening in like the 1940s. Yeah, kind of. Early yeah, 1940s. that's right. Yeah, I'm like in a Plymouth. It's an old Buick. Yeah, a Buick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something like that. And big ass car. Big car. Big, 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 bo- big suit. Bubbly car. Yeah. Big suit. And a guy that's like, you know, the score. Yeah. yeah. One of those kind of guys. And there's there's steam coming up from the streets. Mm-hmm. They're all wet. It's nighttime. Yeah. There's like kind of like that uh, melancholic kind of jazz sort of playing. Yeah, kind of that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. I know that dream. Oh, like a noir, yeah, style, yeah. Uh, scary dream. Yeah. yeah. And the guy has a gun, and he says, "If you don't perform a," it's James Cagney. Yeah, it's he makes you suck his dick. You get out, you, you stumble out of the car, and you run into Humphrey Bogart. Well, He's you like, don't. Hey, what the hell's the matter, pal? You look like you just sucked a million dicks. I I wouldn't even say it's a homosexual thing. I think you know rape isn't. I wouldn't classify it straight or <coughs> you know it's more about power, as they say. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know you're forced into it, and um, he says if you don't fillet me, then I'm gonna crash this. Car. I'm gonna shoot you in the head. You mm-hmm. know, and so I disarm him and uh, grab the gun and I kill him. But the car is still speeding. And there's a cliff. Mm-hmm. And I have to get on this man's lap. And he's still hard too, um, with his cock outside out of his zoot suit. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to. It's, it's disgusting, but I have to get to the pedals. And uh, I keep reaching for the pedal, but my foot isn't isn't uh, my my leg isn't long enough. So I have to dip beneath the wheel. And the more I try to reach the pedals, I still can't reach the pedals. Mm-hmm. I realize there are no pedals. And then the uh, car's speeding towards the abyss. Mm-hmm. And uh, right before we go over the ledge, um, I wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like one of the dreams that I've been having. And that, just to clarify, this is also in the 1940s. It's, it is in the 1940s. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you have the big jaw. Kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's like, show us the brakes, pal. Yeah, kind of a road to perdition. Yeah, where the hell are the brakes in this car? Well, like, maybe he's dead. I'm just trying yeah. to find the brakes myself. Oh, okay. He yeah. has his cock out. He's, his head has a hollow point uh, bullet so, so this is a continuation of the first dream. Well, yeah, he's trying to force me to suck him. I thought this was the second dream. No, it's right? all part of the same dream. Oh, okay. I don't actually suck him. I'm terrified and then... I wrestled the gun from him. What are some other dreams that you have? Maybe we can interpret those. I mean, you didn't really interpret this one. Yeah, I said you're a homophobe. 
It's not homophobic. It's about homophobic. humiliation. You're a homophobe, which I can't relate to, but you like the 1940s, which is something that I think is, you know, <laughs> it balances out the homophobia and makes you an all right guy. <laughs> if I were your therapist, I'd tell you, 40s, pretty cool. Pretty homophobia, cool, yeah. maybe work on Kind that. of a zoo. It's not yeah. homophobic. It's, okay, all right. Rape, Interesting. not wanting to be raped. Hold on, let me get my notebook out. No, <laughs> stop writing. Stop writing. Why are you writing stop. right now? I don't know. I'm writing down, remember to to watch Rave Donovan. You DVR'd the... I'm talking Is about. it a good show? I don't know. I'm just writing down my... These notes are for me. They're not for you. I thought you were interpreting these dreams. I know, but I multitask. I'm listening to you. Mm-hmm. I'm also trying to make sure that I, I don't forget to watch Yellowstone tonight. I started Yellowstone. Oh, you started Yellowstone. Well, I was sick, yeah. And Did you start it? I started. I watched <coughs> the first episode months ago. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a mini movie. It's like an hour and a half. Um, yeah, it was all right. There's Native Americans in that. There are Native Americans in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a reservation. Yeah. It's probably kind of why you brought it up because it's in your subconscious. Mm-hmm. And that's where dreams come from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, I thought I thought it was going to be a movie or a TV show about a, an Asian American who is also Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh. I would have thought he would be a pothead. No, no, no. Yeah. No, just... Uh, sorry. <laughs> R.I.P. Comtown. No, no, we can we can yeah. still do that. That's no, what people no. like, dude. That's what no, people like. I don't care. Just no. do it. Just I'm do it. Just do it. give it. No, this come on. This is the Adam Friedland No, show. it's not the Adam Friedland show. No, no, Nick. Adam Friedland, Asian Stone Cold Steve Austin in three, two, one, mm-hmm. camera. You're on live. Mm-hmm. Um... My cause a stone cold say so. Cause stone cold say so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's he's very uh, meek, you'd say. He's not I wouldn't like say that Asian people are meek. I was just trying to affect a Chinese accent, which people like on podcasting. Sure, but is that how stone cold is an Asian? Man would sound no. He'd be brave, just like Stone Cold Steve so Austin. Then, so then, do that. Um, okay. Uh, how about you come down in this ring and I open a can of whoop ass? Yeah. Yeah. How about instead of snakes, his arms are just chopsticks? <laughs> <laughs> um, how could I say? <laughs> <laughs> How about their, but just each one of his arms is one of those mm-hmm. big soup spoons they give you. Those are good spoons. I yeah, like them. I, kinda, I have some. Well, they kind of look like cobras, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Kind of like, a, yeah, the Texas mm-hmm. rattlesnake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, no, I mean, his arms are chopsticks. Did Stone Cold have snakes as arms? He did. did. Remember, that was like a promotional thing. He would have cobras as his arms. Oh, yeah, that's arms. cool. Yeah. Yeah, he would flex and his arms yeah. would turn into cobras. He's a pretty cool guy. But if he was Chinese, he'd be mm. even cooler. Yeah. Yeah. So how about this R. Kelly sentencing, Nick? Yeah. What do you Is think? there like a John 316 mm-hmm. that's like... Uh, that's Chinese? <laughs> yeah, like dog 1997. <laughs> whatever the Chinese Zodiac is. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> You're the dog. <laughs> um, maybe... Um, we could do like uh what what other things was he into? He'd uh he'd uh shotgun beers, right? Mm-hmm. Two at a time. Yeah. But uh instead of beers, 
They'd be um they'd be hot and sour soup. Yes, sure. Yeah. P Pijo. What's Pijo? I think that's beer in Chinese, if I remember correctly. Really? That's just what came to my head. Do we have any sponsors today? No, sir. We've lost all the sponsors. We have? There's the advertising contracts for, for Comtown. This is the Adam Friedland show. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? I ran and by the sponsors. I said, no, we're not paying for that. We paid for a different show. Wait, the sponsors left us? The sponsors have all We have to go back to Comtown, dude. No, we can't. Why not? You got to make the Adam Friedland show. It's back. a brand that we've built over six years. I'm moving on to a new project. The new I'm project. the least popular member of Comtown. Right, and we're... And this is going to be bigger than Comtown. I've gotten emails belittling the fact that my mother has died. <laughs> yeah. There are people out well, there. Well, your dad's that, an asshole. I don't know why he'd email He didn't do He oh. was my father. Oh, okay. yeah, no, it was, it was people that I was assume listen to the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to make fun of me, you little faggot? <laughs> I heard your mom's dead. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm firing this off for my Ferrari. Oh, now, now you're doing a thing that I would typically do, which is brag about a celebrity that likes the show. Mm. You know? Yeah. No, this just happened to be a dead week as far as ads go. Everything dries up in the middle of the summer. Yeah, it's tough yeah. for ads in the summer. Well, it's not tough for ads in the summer. It's that uh, there's nothing to gamble on. And there's baseball, right? Yeah, but nobody gambles on baseball. Mm-hmm. What are you, like a guy from the 1940s driving around forcing people to suck yeah. your dick? And what are you, Mo Green? You're trying to <coughs> you're trying to fix the mm-hmm. the Chicago Black Sox? Well, this is where you'd have a guest on, so I don't know. Like you know, let's I'll 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 do you a favor. I'll come out, I'll come out of the okay. I'll come out of the the locker room. Okay. No longer in a producer. So this is category. okay. This is not episode one. This is still a plan. This is so this is going to be a driver until okay. until we don't have coronavirus. <clears throat> then, <coughs> yeah. Then this is okay. You're lucky we're even doing this, pal. All right. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. But some of us saying. are paranoid about the future. Uh huh. Would you describe yourself as such? I'm not. Would you say the future is a man in a zoot suit pulling up to you and asking you to get in the car? You is that your interpretation? And you don't know what? Yeah. I don't think a dream is supposed to be taken literally. Because of the security of the distant past, which yeah. has come town, represented by the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Is now approaching you in a way that seems familiar at first. Yeah. But the next thing you know, you got a gun to your head and you're forced to suck dick and you're hurtling towards the abyss and you're waiting for the the, the nightmare to end. Yeah. The abyss is the end of. And the only way, security. the only the only way for it to end, <laughs> is for you to let it end and uh-huh. find something new born out of it. That's right. This which is, is no the Adam Friedland Which is the Adam Friedland show. I think I. B- which will be completely different. <laughs> You're 35 years old. I'm, I know. I am. No I more Asians, Stone Cold Steve, whatever that was. Whatever that racist thing you just went into. Yeah, it was, it was unnecessary, and it would be hurtful to a lot of people. It's, we're not doing that. Probably the most, it would be hurtful to the most people. Lord knows yeah. I contributed plenty to that during my time at Cumtown. But you know what? I'm a worker. Mm-hmm. That was the job. You work hard. I got the job done. Uh-huh. This is Hollywood, baby. Yeah, it's true. Drop it. I'm done with it. That's I don't true. Care. I'm yeah. a turncoat. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We're no, going I'm d- to hell with all that. Yeah. You know, damn it all to hell. Damn every bit of it to hell. <laughs> this show is about, the, the Adam Friedland show is going to be a show that does what all the other shows, all the other comedy shows could not do. And it's yeah. going to stop Donald Trump. 
Yeah. It's going to stop fascism. Well, for once and for all. And w- for once yeah. and for all. Yeah. The Proud Boys are marching. The Oath Keepers are not, surrounding It the, is literally not a coincidence that the day that... Once we even just start talking about producing the Adam Friedland show, mm-hmm. January 6th hearings start turning a little bit south for the Trump camps. I don't know if you've been paying attention to this. Up until this point, basically every testimony has said that Donald Trump did nothing wrong. Yeah. And then we... They know. They know we're coming, so they need an excuse. That's right. They know you're coming. I'm coming, and I'm using facts and law. <laughs> yeah, so we got to... <clears throat> We gotta have guests. It's gonna have to be guests because that's gonna be the new format. We're gonna have we're gonna have guests. It's gonna be fifteen minutes of monologue. Yeah. Then we're gonna talk about your dreams for a little bit. <laughs> we're gonna interpret them. Dreams which, or scary dreams. Oh yeah. Which yeah. other dreams? Have, do you have any other dreams? Because we can certainly discuss that for a second. I don't know. Maybe I. I'm a little bit embarrassed about the first one that I shared. Well, go maybe the second one will redeem you. I'm. With my girlfriend. Uh-huh. We're also in a car. Yeah. And she's saying that she's she's hot and bothered. She wants to find she's a wet. Pla- she's wet. Yeah. yeah, and she wants to find a place for me to take her to make love. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we're in the car. We keep trying to find places really hot. The AC has broken. Yeah. Right. And um, she's berating me because of my driving. Um, telling me that I drive. Like oh, you're driving. I'm driving. That's interesting because in this I'm trying room, to find. I pictured you and your girlfriend as like babies in the back seat. No, that's like not. A, no, we were not baby. No, and, I was an adult. And, and you're being I, driven around by a babysitter. No, no. You're both two like baby, like Muppet baby, very and tiny. And the my baby girlfriend wants me to have sex with her. And yeah, but you guys are just like so small. You're both in diapers, but you're so small that. You know, you're like both the size of like a package of peanut M&M's mm-hmm. in the back seat. Yeah. You know, like that size, each one of you. And there's a, a monstrous kind of uh, far side 1950s woman babysitter driving the car. Around. Yeah, you only see her ankles. Yeah. Kind of like Muppet babies. Just big ankles, just yeah. big blue cheese ankles with varicose veins all over them. Yeah. Thinly covered by a gossamer pair of stockings. Yeah. Just so, spilling out, just fat spilling out of just very pointy, scuffed so up. Why don't you tell me what my dreams High-heeled are? High-heeled shoes. Okay. I am. I'm interpreting. Okay, it. keep going. Yeah. So, so then she says she's hot, right? Yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy I went to have sex. I she wants to have sex. Yeah. So I tell the babysitter to find a <laughs> place to have sex. Yeah, right? go ahead. Mm-hmm. She's driving around. It's getting hotter and hotter in the car. Mm. My girlfriend keeps berating me for... Not you being both, a man, you look out the window. Not know, knowing, you look out the window. But yeah. you have to climb up the window, and you can't see the road because you're so tiny. You can only see the horizon. Yeah, you can't see the road. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, we're like we're driving around trying to find a place, and um, we can't find a place. And finally, we like we're like in the middle of the desert, right? We stop at like a like a roadside. Diner. Mm. Um, and I said, will this do? And she's like, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, well, where should we go? We can't go in, in the diner. She was like, just take me to the bathroom and fuck me. Mm-hmm. You know? And fuck me like like a man. Mm-hmm. You know, so I take her. But you're a baby. Yeah, but she wants me to be a man. Mm-hmm. You know? And you're surrounded. Like the, bar, the diner is filled with like... Same Muppet baby style things, just cowboys. So it's cowboy boots and stirrups, but then their their dicks are hanging down <laughs> between the boots, and they're just kind of slapping in between the boots. Yeah. 
yeah. shuffling. You're trying to you and your, you're holding your girlfriend tight, mm-hmm. trying to make your way to the bathroom with her. Yeah, we're like our foreheads are getting, as we crawl towards yeah. the bathroom, getting slapped. Yeah, by the dangling massive cowboy cocks. Mm-hmm. We're trying to avoid the the boots and the the you know. Yeah. The, what do you call There's it? There's a droning sound of like a warship or something. Mm-hmm. Like these massive engines. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. And it gets louder and louder. And you look outside and the babysitter is getting fucked on the back of the car by one of these cowboys. And the sound is is like, you know, it's the sound of war. Yeah, there, it's it's an, there's an industrial yeah. noise, kind it's of the sound of war machines. Yeah, it's very like a racer head kind of yeah. David Lynch. And you're looking out yeah. the window, and there's it's like the tint of the window. Mm-hmm. It's turning more and more red mm-hmm. as you're looking out the window. Yeah, and you have to turn away from it because it scares you. So we're in the cowboy diner. Mm-hmm. We're avoiding the cocks. I lo- I'm barely I'm barely holding on to her, but I you know I have her in in my grasp. We finally get to the bathroom. Yeah. And we swing open the, you know, the cowboy style doors. Saloon doors. Saloon doors, that's it. But you walk under them because you're babies. Yeah, we're babies, so we don't actually have to swing them over. We sneak underneath. And in the bathroom is my entire family. Yeah. And they're, they're all they're all morbidly obese. They're all fat. Yeah, they're fattish. And then they smother you. They yeah. come around you. They make a circle around you, and they start smothering and they you. they say surprise. Yeah. Right. And there's birthday stuff. <laughs> There's they have birthday stuff. Mm-hmm. It says happy birthday. And it's the 1940s. And it's the 1940s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're wearing zoot suits. Yeah, they have a big birthday cake. They're very fat. It's the 1940s. They're massively fat. Yeah. And uh, there's jazz music playing uh-huh. off of a phonogram. Sure. And it's crackling. You yeah. know, it's kind of eerie a little bit. Yeah. And. We've, she still wants to fuck, yeah. even though my entire yeah, family... the record machine, that's what scares you. To be clear, up until this point, no part of the dream was scary. Until you get to the record no, player. No, it's it, there's something off with the entire but dream. But the, the record player crackling. Okay, no, the entire thing has been... What's playing on the record player? Um, there's like a, you know, like a... You know, Name an artist. I, I don't know. Um, Benny Goodman. You know Benny Goodman was a homosexual. Right? Was he? So the first part of the dream you describe is... I don't know if he was a homosexual. Scary is also the only part related to... You know. No, I would. it has nothing to do with homosexuality. But... It's about me and my baby well, girlfriend Look, cause we're, to be being clear, babies. You were, afraid of, you were afraid of 1940s homosexuals. <laughs> there is something spooky about them. Yeah. Kind of a Miller's Crossing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it might not be that the homophobia itself is what... Mm-hmm. Is what bothers you, but the implicit dishonesty of old school homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back when they called them punks. Well, yes, it was just sort of coded, and you had to be an artist of some sort. Yeah, you had maybe fun. that's what you really don't like as artists. It's true artists, or which being are nineteen forties homosexuals. <laughs> yes, they scare you. Yeah, they do. They do because what you want is these sort of inverted artists, which are the out-of-the-closet homosexuals that have no talent whatsoever but bank on their homosexuality. I don't know about all of the out-of-the-closet artists. To sell them as... I don't know about every single out-of-the-closet. There are plenty of talented out-of-the-closet artists. Well, I'm just telling you your opinions. Okay, I'm not saying... No, I didn't say that those were my opinions. That's interesting. Let me just jot this down. No, what are you writing down? Stop writing down. I'm just just writing down Chinese Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) (laughs) That's something to remember later when I watch Yellowstone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, so I get to the bathroom, my entire family's there, and she still wants me to go for it. But I say, you know, I don't think it's appropriate with my entire family here. Yeah. You know, it's my it's clearly my birthday party. Uh-huh. And how old are you turning? One? I I don't know. It doesn't say a number on the on the cake, you know. I assume that it's my birthday party. Yeah. But then another boy walks through mm-hmm. the corral doors. Yeah. The saloon door, sorry. Yeah. Older boy, younger boy? He's older. How much older? He's about eight years old. Is he sexually developed? No, but he's sexy. So he's got promise. You know when... You know he's going to be a piece of ass. (laughs) (laughs) The kind of boy that you see where you're like, when you're 18, you give me a call, okay? (laughs) The kind of of boy that you have a you have a sign in your house you keep tearing away mm-hmm. numbers and it's days till 18 mm-hmm. yeah cuz you don't want to break the law right you check and make sure your girlfriend can't hear you i don't know she's i don't know she doesn't listen to the show yeah he walks through the door yeah and confetti starts flying in the air mm-hmm. my entire family starts sharing oh it's it, the birthday wasn't even for you it wasn't my birthday it was for a different boy it was for that fucking piece of ass that sexy boy. You know what else happened during the 1940s? What happened? The Holocaust. <laughs> That's true. And in your dream... <laughs> That's true. You're seeing the Holocaust <laughs> as a party for you. You know? Right. You deserve all of this celebration for surviving. Mm-hmm. All the credit. Another yeah. sexier boy comes in, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I wasn't even in the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just a whiny millennial in yeah. Brooklyn who's a homophobe. Yeah, who's making it all about me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that maybe that's that's something to take into consideration right. when you're sitting at home watching Ray Donovan <laughs> pretending to be an artist. <laughs> that's, no, that's true. All right, next dream. Well, I don't know. Now I'm going to have to remember. Or we could move right into the guest segment. What I was going to do for this, because, guys, this is, what, this is what we call in the biz, we call a test show. So mm-hmm. this one normally wouldn't air. You just go do it at like a right at like a community college. Or something. I went to the test show for Colbert. Yeah, yeah. How was it? Um, you can say it's bad. <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> I was excited about it because um, you know, we were getting Colbert back. He hadn't been on mm-hmm. TV in a while. Um, the the guest was Bill Cower. Yeah, former coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, who I think was also the CBS. Football analyst, so they he was in the family, so mm-hmm. they got they got him to be the big guest. Yeah, and then they I was watching. I was like, this is a little off. I don't know if this is the right format for old Stephen. Mm. But yeah, well, so like I was saying, it's a test show, and uh, the real show will have real guests. But the test show, you bring your guests out. Normally, we're running way behind the schedule here, so we're at forty seven mm-hmm. minutes, and this would ideally all be happening in the first fifteen. Right, we do the monologue, dream analysis. 15, 15 minutes of monologue, dream analysis, and then we bring in the first guest, uh-huh. who is somebody that has to sort of offer like a counterplay. A counterplay, I thought they bring so th- it, like they do like an anecdote. No, they have to bring in somebody that, so with the dream analysis, we discover something about you that you mm-hmm. didn't realize. Yeah. You know. That's the, well. I'm afraid of 1940s style. Too many, too many entertainers today try to ingratiate themselves to the audience by, you know, for lack of a better word, virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. You know, or sort of appealing to whatever collective morality they, that people think that we have now. We're not doing that with this show. Mm-hmm. We're going straight deep into your subconscious and we're revealing something to you and making 
you and the audience at the same time see the humanity in it. Okay. So we're helping you to understand yourself better at the same time that the audience does. And then we bring in a guest. It'll be very difficult for booking because all of this will happen on the fly. That has to offer like a, like sort of like a counterpoint. Right. Or some sort of like, you know, yin to this gang. So in this one, we find out that, you know, I mean, like we just did the dream analysis that you're, you're feeling sort of like uh, insecure about yourself, like you're a fraud of some sort, that you're, you know, not really an artist, that you're actually just a 1940s homosexual. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would say that's probably a so the correct analysis. The best guest there would mm-hmm. be Bruno Mars. That would be that would be good because yeah. he has a kind of a classic, classic look. Look, yeah, but he's not actually gay. He's kind of timeless. No, he's not. He's not. Yeah, he's not. In fact, gay. he's really cool. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. also not really the forties. No, it's not the forties at all. So you bring Bruno Mars. But if he was in the forties, Bruno, Bruno Mars, you'd sit him down at the table. You hold up his album. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have seen any of the dream analysis part. That's important. No, no, he's been he's been, he hasn't been watching the show. Yeah, yeah, we've kept him in a soundproof. Yeah, and then room. you sit him down and you say, "Do you ever have nightmares that you're being orally raped in a car in the nineteen mm-hmm. forties?" Or a man was trying to, but you mm-hmm. re- rest, wrestled the gun away. And yeah. And, and shot him in the head. They'll say, excuse me? And you'll be like, is that what Uptown Funk was about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We could do that. Have you ever met uh, Have you ever met Kanye West? We could ask him that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kanye West is a good example. Well, I guess it's, you know, it's your show. Who do you want to have on for 101? What's the, what should the theme of 101 be? I think the theme is... Uh, well, if we're going away from the irony... Mm. The the theme should be healing. middle age, healing, healing in middle age. Yeah, which is not really ever possible, right? We can agree. Healing doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't exist. No calcification. That's what exists. <laughs> Your body just yeah, atrophy. the build up of collagen fibers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably thick skin. Yeah, but thinner than it's ever been before. But it's not innervated. It's dead. Dead yeah. tissue build mm-hmm. up. Dead tissue build up. Yeah. But hey, tell you what, you know what that is? It's a callus. You know what you need calluses for? Make fucking music. To be tough. Make oh, beautiful for a guitar. Music. Yeah. And lots of instruments. Yeah, that's true. You gotta have. You gotta have some of that built up. You gotta be <laughs> worn out. You know that's the most beautiful part of that Glenn Campbell uh, documentary. The what about Alzheimer's? Yeah. Which is what? When he just, like, the only thing he can remember how to do is play guitar. Yeah, that's really beautiful. That's great, dude. Yeah. And yeah. you'll never have that because... Because I didn't actually Because you're a 1940s... <laughs> <laughs> you're a 1940s straight guy pretending to be gay. Mm-hmm. To trick everybody into something. To think that I'm an artist. Next up, issue number two. Japan needs to bring back the rising sun flag. Oh my god, so badass! It's a fucking amazing flag. So it's like Chad Muska used. It. I don't care. I don't care if it's if it's. You know, it's funny how like people like people like they can't understand why in Taiwan they have like the Hitler Cafe with the swastika or whatever. Yeah, I still I don't really that's, understand it. Yeah, well, it's like, but that's what the rising sun is here. Like they're like, oh, no, but that was a fascist government. Yeah, it's but yeah, but it's Chi- it's Asian fascism. Mm-hmm. That means nothing to me. No, we don't care at all. They're like they were actually really racist against the Koreans. I'm like, oh, d- damn. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> sad. Ah, oh, that sounds. That's rough. Like it sucks. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
That's why we like the yeah the rising sun for sure. Well, it's just a cool, it's just a cool flag. It, it is badass. Korea's got a dope flag also. Korea the, does the, have the, the Pepsi one. Yeah, it's like a Pepsi yin yang generation Korea. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Pe- Pepsi let them use that. <coughs> yeah, that's cool. <coughs> Dude, coronavirus sucks. It's uh, it's really frustrating too. It's fun like. Cause this is, I feel like it is. You know, it's funny. Just a couple weeks ago, I was like, "Corona's coming back," and now you did say that. Yeah, it's. But it's, no one cares because Trump's not the president. Is that right? Yeah, no one's going to give a shit. And it's like, it's also going to be if you look at like the, and I, I can't remember, but if you look at like the Spanish flu, mm-hmm. like it was bad one year, and then people stopped giving a shit for like two years, and it came back, and that's when it killed. Like and that's when everyone died. Yeah, and it's like you think back to those times, especially if you're, like, you know. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter who you are. But you look back on, like, you know, like, think about, like, times like that. It's like the 1920s. Everyone has, like, Spanish flu, all these mm-hmm. people dying and dying in war. And it becomes very easy to, like, romanticize it. Like, think <laughs> that if you were living in those times, it would be sort of, like, romantic times. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you would see the beauty in death. And now living in a pandemic where that very well may happen... It's mostly just fucking annoying. Yeah, it's gay. It's just gay. It's like, it's just fucking, <laughs> it's just fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I was sitting, like, you know, on the couch last night trying to go to sleep. I'm having, like, heart palpitations. Yeah. It's, like, fucking me up. And I'm like, God, dude, just fuck this shit, dude. Like, I'm yeah. not going to have, I'm not going to have a beautiful moment on my fucking deathbed. I'm going to be like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, you're going to be pissed off about something trivial. Yeah. Like the show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're in this stupid fucking coronavirus. It's so stupid. They should have just ignored it. It's like unless here's the deal. What happens? Here's the deal. Science. Unless before this shit happens, you already have the cure, the cure, one hundred percent, the cure. Shut the fuck up. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. It's just like oh well, millions of people will die. So what? And millions of people did die. Yeah, they will. That's how you yeah. go. Fau- Fauci has it now. Did you see this? I saw that. Fauci has. Fauci took that Paxlovid, like the Pfizer pill, uh-huh. and now he's got a rebound case, which is I've been paid attention to this Paxlovid thing at all. Wait, but that's the pill. That's the COVID pill. It's right? the COVID pill. He's gotten the. He's gotten four doses of the vaccine. He's old as shit too, right? He's eighty-one. He's yeah. gotten four doses of the vaccine. He got COVID and he wasn't feeling well, so he took Paxlovid, which isn't like supposed to be for people with the vaccine. It's for like if you're in the hospital. Well, no, that's other shit. Paxlovid is just the like the it's like a antiviral that oh, okay they rolled out. But I, I guess in the, it's not really for like people who've had the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And what happens is it just suppresses the virus for like a week, and then you test negative, and then three days later you test positive again, and then it comes back even worse. <laughs> and like like uh, yeah, I guess that happened to Fauci. He's so gonna that, die from COVID. He's gonna die, dude. <laughs> it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be really funny. Oh my god! Because there's still gonna be people being like, "Well, he was 81, right?" You know, and it's like, okay, but he lived in a bunker. He got four doses of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. He took two rounds of Paxlovid, which it's like it's only authorized for one person. And he didn't even get to get pussy off of Randy Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a waste! Damn. I guess let's just think about that for a second. <laughs> And these are things you should be saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not popping off anymore, dude. I don't. I don't know even what that shit is, dude. You can pop off as much as you want. You know who Fauci is. I don't know what Paxlova is. It's the. It's in the news. I thought that's a dessert. No, you're thinking of tiramisu. 
I know, Pavlova. Anyways, we got to go back to the show. So, sorry, sorry, folks. Ignore my, my COVID. Here's the thing. We're so, going to have... So, who's the guest? It's going to be Bruno Mars, some some type of celebrity. We're going to use our industry. Celebrity, I know what they sound like. So, you, I'm going to do them, and you can, ask, you can interview me. Mm-hmm. We'll practice. You can do Bruno Mars. I mean, I don't really know anything about him other than what kind of hat he wears in the song Uptown Funk. Yeah, but you know, you know enough, dude. He's Filipino. I didn't know that. He's five foot three. See, I don't know. I don't know any of this shit. You're like, what? I don't know who the fuck is Doctor Fauci, and you're like, Bruno Mars was born. No, in that's not true. I didn't. Nineteen eighty. I don't know everything about Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars' favorite food is lasagna, <laughs> just like Garfield, <laughs> who also happens to be his favorite cartoon character. All right, I wrote a fucking book report on Bruno Mars. <laughs> Teacher being like, um, that's not a book. <laughs> Yeah, my book report is on Bruno yeah. Mars. Bruno my, Mars is an inspirational just, figure because just, just like an autistic kid trying to get like an A in the class <laughs> who didn't do the work, but he's like, I did my re- book report on Miss Stella, our teacher. <laughs> Miss Stella is a beautiful lady whose husband left her last year because he didn't know what was. She's like, stop. <laughs> he didn't know what a good woman was, and even though he's now engaged to. Uh, Miss Clarence, who teaches third grade here at this school, and they're very happy together, and she has very large breasts. Mrs. Stella is still worth her weight in gold. <laughs> Mrs. Stella was born 45 or 50 years ago. <laughs> her phone number is 734-4487. Mm-hmm. Mm. Dude. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Do I got to be Bruno Mars here? You can be... I mean, we don't have to... We don't have to do it. I mean, we could do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so how you, like, you know, kind of like, what's up? It's me, Bruno Mars. All right, let me just watch a Bruno Mars interview real yeah, quick. Yeah, just like, you'll figure it out. Yeah, dude. let me just watch the interview and then I'll do them. I just need, I need a running start here. I'm, I'm hurting. Hey, it's Bruno Mars. I'm Bruno Mars. You're going to be. I want to be Bruno Mars. Bro. Bruno Mars. No, you're hey, going to be. Hey, you're, how's you're, it going, everyone? My name is Bruno Mars. You're Adam Friedland. All right, Bruno all right. Mars. Bruno Mars and Anderson Payne. Interview with Bruno Mars. So here we go. Yeah, he's in a band with Anderson uh, Cooper. 24 Carat Magic. Please welcome Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Good. Great to have you here. Good. Feels good to be back. It's cold out there. It feels good to be back. It's cold out there. Yeah. Yeah. And and tell me, uh, it's, uh, I mean, uh, having listened to your rehearsal here, it's really all about dancing now. It's dance music, isn't it? Yeah, that's what music's supposed to do. So uh, we watch your perform, and now everyone's saying the new thing is dancing. Now it's <laughs> dancing, isn't it? It's not singing anymore. It's just dancing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. What fucking show is this? <laughs> what is it? What does it say? That's the hardest question anyone has ever asked. SVT Skavlan. It's Skavlan TV show tonight. What is like a Swedish talk show? I guess, dude. Wait, let's hear more. Make it make you dance. Yeah. So what? <coughs> I mean, the internet is full of Bruno Mars moves. Oh yeah. What? Oh, the internet has nothing but uh, the Bruno Mars moves. <laughs> we go online, we see video every day. I click, 
I click, it says Bruno Mars, no move, no move, no move. My son, he shows me. He is 37, but he has uh, brain damage. He has Down syndrome. He shows me every time. He says, Daddy, I want to be just like Bruno Mars. And I say, you can't, Bruno Mars, very tiny and brown. You are large. You are Scandinavian Down syndrome. Seven foot two, 432 pounds, 8% body fat. You'll never believe it. He has the bone structure of a white whale. <laughs> you never, you never Google yourself? No, never. <laughs> really? It says Bruno Mars moves. It's a, it, well, if you Google Bruno <laughs> Mars moves, I don't do this often. But I, I, <laughs> you were trying <laughs> some? No. I, I did yesterday. I did yesterday. <laughs> and uh, to prepare a few moves. No. Okay. Uh, I, I did it to just. I mean, I want I, I, what, what I wanted to do was see if, what are the new moves of the year. The new. Well, I'm your guy. So yeah, exactly. So what what are the what are your favorite moves? My this, favorite. Yeah. Move. What is the the perfect move this year? The Bruno move. Twenty four cap. This is the this is the shittiest interview I've ever seen in my life. So tell me, tell me the new dance move. What are the new How moves? Do, now I understand that dance is a physical thing, but I'm going to ask a verbal question where you have to describe a dance to me. A physical expression of your body. Yeah. What are the new colors you are coming up with? <laughs> why don't you just describe the dance to me? Instead of having you come out and perform, why don't you just tell me what the dance would Wait, look what, like? what does he say? Magic in the air. <laughs> what was the move? I don't know, he did some weird thing with his head. Actually, I've never seen that before. Well, you know... Because you do something here. That's it! That's it. <laughs> Amazing, uh, Bruno. You call, you call yourself uh, a student of music. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Amazing, uh, Bruno. You call, you call yourself <laughs> student of music. What do you mean by that? Um, <laughs> I kind of messed up. Sorry, that's more of a come town joke, folks. <laughs> we can it's do come town jokes. <laughs> no, we don't have to. I had to be able to produce for a rock artist, a hip hop artist, um, all, all kinds of different music. So it's my job to study all kinds of music. So I'm allowed to go into the studio and know what they're talking about, know what worlds they come from. So therefore, I'm a student of music. I've read somewhere about you that you you are the kind of musician that have music constantly in your head. Yeah. How does that work? What the fuck is this? Mm. Take a take us. <laughs> Dude, we got to bring the Adam Freeland show to Scandinavia. Dude, they're gonna we love clean this. up there. As they're gonna as, love Dream Analysis. As long as none of the population finds out that we're how short we are, oh we could be God. kings over there. That would be truly a nightmare. We just can't get photographed from the waist down. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. The, the, the figuring out the conversion to Scandinavian height. I'm like 4'1 oh. over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like a circus freak. No, I know. I mean, I think I think that they... I, I think maybe we'd be exotic. I, would be absurd. I could be like Wee Man in fucking <laughs> Scandinavia. We have Nick Mullen. We're going to throw him into Are a their pit midges of bigger? They're midges. They gotta be bigger, right? They're midges? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I mean, their midges gotta be like regular sized people. Like five, seven. They're like five, five. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know how much that would suck? Just a Norwegian dwarf mogging you? 
Yeah. Just, yeah. oh my God. That's so funny. Damn. Damn. I feel like shit, man. Yeah, I feel fucking awful. I feel so fucking sick. But it's mainly just from <laughs> from talking for... I feel dizzy. For an hour. No, I know. No, I don't have any of that. I don't uh, even have much congestion. It's I woke just up feeling fucking dry dizzy. cough. I woke up feeling dizzy. Yeah. Okay, well... Exhausted. Well, you got to tough it out, brother. All right, let's do... Adam Friedland show. Let's do the... Let's do a dry run. You're getting 75% of the money now. No, I'm not getting 75% of the money. (laughs) How does everyone take us in there? Um, You don't want to go in there. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just... it's You know, I'm constantly... Uh, for this album, I was constantly thinking about how I could make it better, how I could make the chorus better, different chord progressions, uh, different drum beats. And now that we're, the album's ready and I got to perform. I'm- so he's Filipino? Yeah, he's Filipino. Really? He looks like um, he looks like one of those like enchanted type of Indian people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Bollywood vibes? No, like... Uh, like they had like a secret society out in the jungle somewhere, mm-hmm. and yeah. you could have dinner with them. Like if yeah. you find their temple, you could have a suspicious dinner with yeah. them. If you hug him, like no, you're not hug. It's like uh, the bad guys from uh, fucking Indiana Jones. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Kali Ma guys. Yeah, like he's got an army of monkeys who kill people for him. Yeah, here you go. These people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those type of guys, mm. good guys. No, I mean, yeah, no, he's he's Filipino. I think I think he kind of looks like a lady a little bit, kind of like a like a middle aged black woman. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm incorrect. I'm not too familiar with him, but he will be the first guest next week when we got the studio of the Adam. So, Kim what happens show. after the guest segment? What do we? Where do we go from there? We have a second guest. We have a second guest. So you want to just go regular late night format? I'm thinking we go guest and then we go back into the dreams. But this time we ask Bruno Mars what his dreams are. Yeah, we ask him. We ask him like what, what he's being haunted. Yeah. By. So I had a dream last night, right? I was in the recording studio, and you know, I mean, I try to. I, my music has to be as diverse as possible. I got to work with every kind of artist, hip hop, you know. Soul, hip hop, R and B, rap music, yeah. um, uh, hip hop. You know, I mean, yeah. every type of music there is. But I always worry: what if there's a type of music I've never heard of? And it's late night at the studio, and they say, "Bruno, Mr. Mars, we got one more client for you." Mm-hmm. Say, "All right." I mean, I guess I can make another eight hundred million dollars. <laughs> uh-huh. Take one more client for the night and make another. Solid gold record. Mm-hmm. 24 carat. And this man walks in in a pinstripe suit. And he's about seven and a half feet tall. And he opens his mouth. An entire family from a cuckoo clock comes out. <laughs> and they start hurling racial slurs at me. And they're just bouncing off of me because none of them apply. Mm-hmm. You know, because nobody knows what race I am. Yeah. So, you know, it's like funny. Just, you know. Well, and I'm dodging all of them. Yeah, he's dancing around I'm them. Dancing, and it's making, yeah. creating all new kinds of dances, swerving in and out of the racial slurs. Okay. And finally, the, the bong strikes midnight. They go back into his mouth, and his face turns pale. Mm-hmm. Pale in the Grecian sense, like the old word, kind of a green, sickly color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, well, like the last horse of the apocalypse. Yeah. And he says to me, I want you to help me make 
a swing revival album. <laughs> and, you know, I'd heard about some of that stuff when I was growing up, you know, like Cherry right. Pop and Daddies or, or uh, I guess that's the only one I can name for the purposes of this joke. For swing revival, yeah, I can't think of another one. And he pulled out the gun from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the cartoon oh, gun. Oh, cartoon gun, yeah. And I said, oh, I know what this is. You're going you're gonna to pull an Adam Freeland on me. Mm-hmm. And he said, what are you doing? Why is it called an Adam Freeland? In the dream world, in the dream world, getting forced to suck dick at gunpoint is called the Adam Freeland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. That's just what they call it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, but no, he put the gun to my head and I sat down on the board and I had, I had the keyboard in front of me and I just put something down and what came out was this. Wow. This song's good. <laughs> and I thought, what if I became, what if I became a race trader? What if I became the first right-wing fascist dancing, singing, questionably Filipino artist in the United States? Okay. And that's when I decided. Bruno Mars I'm going to become the house band on the Adam Friedman show. Wow. Okay, what for an announcement. Price. For a price. How much? $800 billion. No, I don't have that kind of money, dude. Well, then we'll have to find somebody else. I'll get 60% of Patreon. You're going to have to try this on the next guest. All right. I think we could we could get a band very easily. Yeah? Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. That is a cool song, though. That song's badass. <laughs> 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 that song kind of made the whole episode worth it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with how that came out. But anyways, so that song is a th- sign of things to come once uh, once this coronavirus clears up. Stick with it, folks. If you stuck around this long, we will be we will be getting a studio. You're going to have to go to patreon.com for now. Patreon.com slash cometown. Yes. Sign up for the premiums. Um, so Adam can make Also, do you have any tour dates? I got, I got some dates. Of Buffalo, ones. July 7th through the 9th. I will be there. Uh, at the Helium Comedy Club. And then in Chicago, I'll be back at the Lincoln Lodge. The, um, like a week or so after that. Mm-hmm. And I'll be in Seattle September 16th at the Crocodile. And Portland September 18th at Mississippi Studios. And then I have more dates that will be announced pretty soon. Um, what else, dude? I'm fucking. I feel like shit. I'm gonna go back to bed. I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same. I gotta drive home. See if I get that parking spot. <laughs> Was there anything good in this? Anything to salvage? Or should we just delete this? We can probably just delete it, dude. Do you want to delete it? I don't know. We can talk about it afterwards. I forgot there was no sponsors. Yeah. If we don't have sponsors, I don't really have to post that. We already said we have coronavirus. All right. All right, bye.